welcome to the Films I Love Most podcast. What's going on, Keith? Hi, Vader. What's happening? Oh, all good here, my friend. Me today. Uh-oh. Oh, you there? How are you? Oh, I'm all right. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're you're like a little spotty, can but I can hear you. Me, Vader? There you go. There we are. Sorry, I was putting my headphones in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to a Star Wars story, the expanded universe conversation. Thank you very much for joining me and Vader here on this Tuesday evening. Um, who knew that Tuesdays could be so exciting, right? You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you. I'm all giddy. Like a school girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us. And if you are a regular here on A Star Wars Story, you will know that we have done the ultimate Star Wars watch-alongs, which are now finito, sadly. But last week we did delve deep into Star Wars Legends and we're going to continue that conversation today. Vader, so last week we talked about Grand Admiral Thrawn and his place in the Legends and where we think his story is going to go next which I thoroughly enjoyed. I have actually gone and uh, purchased on eBay uh, the original Thrawn trilogy. Oh, Okay. Um, okay. the Empire so I'm making my way through those at the moment, I'm very much enjoying them uh, excellent, so moving on from the Thrawn trilogy out of the legends um, like the books featuring Han, Leia and Luke, are there any that stand out in your mind? that stand out well I would say uh, leg- the legacy of the four series was my was my absolute favorite, and that shows. Tell us more. Yes, that shows uh, Jason Solo now in the expanded universe. Uh, Han and Leia eventually get married, and they have uh, three children: uh, Jason and Jaina, which are twins, and then a few years later they have another son and they name him Anakin after his grandfather. Now, of course, Anakin is uh, killed off pretty quick. Okay, (laughs) let's talk about that. Naming your your child after your father, okay, I get that. Anakin was her Mm -hmm. father. But he was also a tyrant. He also became Darth Vader. He was also a mass murderer. Um... Do you think it's appropriate Anakin for the name of their child? Well, yeah. I mean, in in this case, yeah, because before before he was Darth Vader, he was Anakin Skywalker, and Anakin Skywalker did incredible, incredibly great things. It was Darth Vader. See, Anakin, Anakin, 
died was suppressed. The moment he crossed over to the dark side, he was a different person. He was reborn into mm-hmm. the dark side. So, I mean, Anakin's deeds still still counted. And then at the end, Anakin came, Anakin came back, saved the galaxy, and brought balance back to the Force, like like the prophecy foretold. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I believe he it was he was worthy of being named after his grandfather. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Um, so tell me more about Legacy of the Force. Okay, Legacy of the Force uh, tells the story, and I hate to spoil this for a lot of people because I mean you're gonna want to go out and read this because this is it's my favorite, it's like my favorite story out of pretty much all of them. And it tells how Jason Solo falls to the dark side and becomes a Sith Lord, Darth Cadis. Mm. And almost takes over the galaxy just like his granddaddy. Ah. Yes. So there are some parallels that run with that the story then. Yes. It's also the last the last series to feature Mara Jade because she meets she meets her doom. Oh no! I've just yes. been introduced to her. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're going into the expanded universe, you got to expect spoilers. <laughs> you gotta expect, got to don't expect get too attached to a whole lot of people. <laughs> it's like it's like Game of fight, Thrones. Don't get attached gone. to a lot of people. <laughs> I'm not watching them anymore. <laughs> no, I'm um, okay, so what? So what is the like? So that is the overriding arc, is it, of um, Legacy of the Force? It's sort of the downfall of one of uh, Leia and Han Solo's kids, because this is sounding uh, very familiar. Yes, yes, it's, it's his story parallels his uh, his grandfather. He falls in love with a princess, Tanel Ka. And they have a child, and it's the child that ultimately brings him back to the light. Uh, it, it's it's uh. it's a beautiful it's it's a beautiful love story, and 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 tragedy and and war story. It's it's got everything, absolutely <laughs> everything. And you see, little Ben Skywalker, Luke's son. Uh, become a, a pretty powerful Jedi himself. Okay. So a lot. This is obviously a continuation. Do a lot of the series from the legends link together quite well? So you have obviously you have the stuff that goes on before. You have the High Republic uh, books. You have the Old Republic novels, and then obviously you go mm. into. Uh, sort of pre-Empire, and then Empire, Rebellion, and then you have Legacy, and I believe you have Fate of the Jedi also. Yeah, that's that's the last, that's the last in the Expanded Universe series. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That that hurt, that hurt. Yeah, all of these books linked together, so that is the Expanded Universe. Yeah, it's one long, it's one long space opera. From yeah. from start from from start to finish, all chronolo- chronologically in order, and and it, it tells the 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 Skywalker saga how Luke 
You know what I'm saying? He 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 rebuilt the Jedi and turned them into what they want almost what they once were, only better. Because he instituted some changes to stop to try to stop, you know, Jedi from falling to the dark side. Like he let them they they were able to marry. You know, so that was you know what I'm saying? They had to use emotion <laughs> rather than press it. Mm, how can we stop Jedi from falling to the dark side? I know, get them laid. Right. <laughs> and it worked. And it worked. Mm, I'm feeling a little bit of a Henry VIII sort of situation here, <laughs> where Jade obviously, like, Luke obviously wanted to get off with uh, Amara Jade. So he's like, mm, what can I do? I really want to get with her, but I can't. Right, which is a good love. I know I'll change them. Yeah, that's a good love story too. She, I mean, she started off wanting to, uh, wanting to kill him, and then they fell in love. What's more beautiful than that? I mean, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. Uh, Thank you guys for joining uh, us. Oh, go on. Sorry, according according to uh, expanded universe, it's you actually see. Uh, Mara Jade in uh, Return of the Jedi. She's one of the dancing... She was, until, you know, Disney. She was one of the dancing girls uh, at Jabba's palace. (gasps) When, uh... Yes. Now, there is some... A lot of people say that there is some correlation between Star Wars and religion. Now, obviously, there is a religion within Star Wars that obviously like the Force and the Jedi is like a religion. But Mara Jade being a dancer at Jabba's Palace, but, you know, Mm -hmm. does have sort of Mary Magdalene like little rings about it. Am I I wrong? (laughs) No, I feel you. But she was there undercover. She was supposed to be, she was on a mission from the Emperor to kill Luke Skywalker. But you know, everything happened so quick she couldn't get to him. And then as soon as they, you know, as soon as they rescued Han, they were off the planet. It, it, that's according oh, so to all the time. All the time in the background of Return of the Jedi, Mara Jade is trying to kill Luke Skywalker. Yeah, according to Expanded Universe, yes. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I love things like that. It's almost like if only the camera lingered for one more second on that shot, we would have seen Right? It. <laughs> right. In fact, I'm sure I saw her on the barge. How did she get the barge? That's what I want to know. Oh, she wasn't. She was in. Th- she was at the palace, not the barge. She didn't get on the barge. Jabba made her stay behind. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, because okay. then that would have been her opportunity. I see. So, um, let's go back to before the Republic. Now. There is so many books, and we can talk about these guys. And obviously, I know that Vader is a wealth of knowledge, but even Vader can't know everything. So if there's anything that we're talking about and you can be like, oh, I know the answer to that. Sir, sir, pick me, pick me. Um, Please do message in and let us know. So going back, the very first, apparently, according to the, um, the fandom, I'm just going to call it the fandom, the very first book in Star Wars Legends is Dawn of the Jedi Into the Void. So this is um, written by Tim Leban. And, oh, my computer's just decided my computer's not happy. What are you not happy about, babe? What's going on? 
Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's back to normal. So it's um, it's about Jedi um, who plan to activate a hypergate, but an error occurs and a black hole is formed and it swallows up the uh, the Typhon system, causing the deaths of its inhabitants. Um, yes, yeah, so this is this is a story Ooh. based all around this Dawn of the Jedi. So that's quite interesting. So um, basically, if you're new to the expanded universe or legends. Uh, this sounds like a good one to start off with. Dawn of the Jedi. If anyone has read it, Dawn of the Jedi Into the Void, please do let us know. Um, and then we have a series called The Lost Tribe of the Sith, which looks very interesting, written by John Jackson Miller. And then we're moving on to The Old Republic. Now, um, these books are on my shelf, ready to be read. These look really interesting. Have you had any experience with uh, The Old Republic? Vader. I'm trying to think. Now, read me books. I don't know. I don't know if I've read any books from uh, the Old Republic. So this is a book. The first uh, book in the series is called Revan. Revan. Oh, Revan. Um, oh, okay. Revan. Revan. Oh, yes, okay. Story. You know what? Oh, dang it. You know what? I read Revan. Oh, but that was so long ago. Oh. <laughs> oh, dang it. Uh, I know. I know he started out a Jedi. And fell to the dark side and came back and mm. became even more powerful. Uh that he would became the the most powerful Jedi and he, I believe was he I might be wrong here, but I believe he and Darth Malgus uh actually waged war on the Jedi. I believe Ooh. I'm just gonna believe uh, everything you say. <laughs> but, <laughs> you can say anything. I believe it. But but in uh uh you know there's a a Star Wars uh the old Republic uh video game mm-hmm. uh for uh for the PC uh and they continue Revan's story on there. Uh so Revan gets uh actually cap- captured by the uh a dark, uh, a dark emperor, uh, a different Sith Lord, even more powerful than Palpatine, uh, uh, possibly, uh, and uh, actually holds him hostage for like a thousand years and keeps him alive through the Force to drain his power. Ooh, yeah, you had to play the oh, game wow. though. That full story. It's, yeah, well, it does it. say here that um, these books, the Old Republic books, are tie-in novels to Star Wars The Old Republic online game and also oh, okay. then, yeah. On, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not just the online game as well but also Knights of the Old Republic um, it's a tie-in to those as well oh, so Revan was a character yes. in those can I just say, oh, I love it how when you said he was more powerful than Palpatine apparently, like Palpatine is listening and might sue you <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> He could. You never know. He's never really gone. <laughs> any claim, any claim against him that he's not as powerful as Revan, you're like, oh, apparently, apparently. <laughs> I have to say that. My lawyer told me to say apparently. You know um, what I'm saying? <laughs> now, it's, um, it's no secret to Star Wars fans that the original working title for Star Wars wasn't A New Hope. 
it was Blue Harvest. Now I've never quite understood yes. the Blue Harvest thing. Do you know? Do you know anything about why Blue Harvest was was chosen? Do you have any information I, on that? I don't if know. not, it's I, fine. I always. I always thought that it was just to, you know, because they, you know, George Lucas tried to be real, you know, hush hush with everything. So I thought it was ah, just like yeah. a little code name. Oh, yeah. Did you know that the series, uh, we always have diversions here, guys. Don't worry about it. We, we, we will get back to Star Wars. But the series Torchwood, which is a spin off of Doctor Who, um, is actually an. Anal- what do they call it? Analgonim or whatever they call it of Doctor Who. So the words, if you mix the words of Doctor Who around, they make Torchwood. And that's what they had uh-huh. when they were filming Doctor Who. They used to have Torchwood on the uh, on the film on the film reels to stop people from knowing what it actually was. So is that the kind of thing that you're talking about with Blue Harvest? They put that on there to so that people wouldn't know it was Star Wars. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. There is a reason why I mention this because one of the books in this old Republic series is called Red Harvest. Oh, so yeah, so it's called Red Harvest, and it was um, an era of the old Republic is a dark and dangerous time as Jedi Knights valiantly battle the Sith Lords and their ruthless ar- armies, but the Sith have disturbing plans and none more than the fulfillment of darth oh is it is that scab scabrius scabrius ah it's not scabrius yeah yeah. um scabrius's fanatical dream uh which is about to become nightmarish reality so this is a book called uh red harvest it was published in 2012 and uh, it looks really good. Like the front cover almost looks like uh, Darth Maul with like some drool dripping from his lips, and he's got a red lightsaber. So, yeah, interesting. Oh. That might be one that could be uh, picked up and read if you are interested. Um, I'm loving this. We're going through the legends. Ooh. This is fun. It's it, oh, it's um, so so deep. So deep. And guys, if you have read any of these books and. Uh, want to just inform us about what they're about or what is your favorite then please do let us know we have some messages already i'm gonna play these before we move on to and this is gonna raise vader's blood pressure i think at least to <laughs> forty thousand feet per minute but we're gonna move on to the darth bane trilogy oh oh masterpiece mm. Okay, let's hit the messages and then we're going to move on to the Darth Bane trilogy. Here we go. Hi, guys. Hi, Frenchie. Thank you for popping in to uh, a Star Wars story. Hang on, you two talking about Star Wars the Expanded Universe? How is it that you only have two listeners? People are crazy. We've only just started, and unfortunately, we don't, um, you know, people pop in and talk um, to us about the expanded universe, but we just haven't reached out to as many geeks as possible. You know, it's very difficult. You know, people on stereo like to stroll past and talk about politics and um, SES, but we're geeks, so we just talk about Star Wars. (laughs) 
Thank you. <laughs> but um, no, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. And we do have another message from you, sir. Pre- prefer to be private. Okay, that's fine. Oh, never mind. Numbers growing. Oh, we shall hunger before you know it. Extended universes. <laughs> arguably one of the best universes. Yes. Yes. It is. There's so much. I mean, they put so much history. They built 40 years, 40 plus years of history and character development. You watch Luke grow from the, the brash, you know what I'm saying? You know, kind of kind of hot tempered kid, you know, even as a Jedi. All the way up until, you know, by, by the time Fate of Jedi came, Luke Skywalker was, I mean, the, the pinnacle of of the force. He was considered like he was the most powerful force user in the universe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I remember he got to a fight. He got they were at a, they were in war at a war uh with uh the Night Sisters, I believe. I want to say that I might be wrong, but they were I think it was the Night Sisters. And he fought the entire battle in 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 white robes. One and didn't even get his clothes smudged. That's how wow. bad he was. He could jump yeah. out of X wings in space, like Leia. That's where they got the idea, I believe, for Leia's spacewalk. He could jump out of a X wing in space and break into a a, a star <laughs> a star destroyer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say break out into a dance. That's what I thought you were. <laughs> If he wanted to, he could have. If he wanted yeah, to, he, he, just he started, could do that. He just started to moonwalk <laughs> in space. Doing the worm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we've got one message left before we get on to Vader's favorite, favorite, favorite thing of all time, which is uh, the Darth Bane trilogy. I watched um, with my son the other day Star Wars Episode One. Uh, Phantom Menace, I think it was called. Oh, yes. Well, you know, chrono- you know, if you was going to watch it in chronological order of in the Star World Star Wars um, universe, so to speak. And um, yeah, it was good. I don't. I think that the the one character that sort of diminishes that film is that Jar Jar Binks because. <laughs> He doesn't seem like deep his character here. He, he doesn't seem like he's got any history behind his character, unlike you know, like Obi Wan Kenobi and uh, Darth Vader. We used to be called Anakin and all that kind of stuff, and he became Darth Vader later on. And C three PO, he built C three PO. Yes, you see, this is the the like the mythology that we're talking about Jar Jar is universally like disliked I think you like him don't you Vader you're a Jar Jar no. fan aren't you no you I don't Jar like Jar no. pajamas. I like I, I like that they made him for the kid because I think because kids the kids I know at least they did like Jar Jar yes. I, I, know, I know a lot of kids that love Jar Jar and it's so it did what what he wanted to do, and it was bring kids in, 
and open up uh, open up a whole new world to these kids. So Jar Jar had, did serve his purpose and then was properly punished to please the rest of us. <laughs> I'm just Absolutely. saying. <laughs> and um, as you know, guys, um, Vader's been an amazing co-host. One of our um, the originators of a Star Wars story, uh, Jason Smith. God bless him, rest his soul. Um, he actually did quite a little bit of digging about what eventually happened to Jar Jar. And he found out <laughs> deep dark in the in the fiction of Star Wars that Jar Jar became a, a penniless clown on the street, like a street performer, and died yep. like in a gutter. Mm-hmm. That was Jar Jar's fate. All because I mean, let's not get let's not beat around the bush here. Everything that happened was Jar Jar's fault. Yes. You know. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. The Emperor was a genius. <laughs> was a genius. Yeah. If Jar Jar hadn't said, Misa, wa- Misa want to see the Emperor in power forever. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Oh, yeah. it could have all been. Could have been a different story, guys. Could have been a completely different story. But unfortunately, Jar Jar uh, took it upon himself to plunge the universe into an empiric disaster. And uh, that mm-hmm. is what started it all off. So Jar Jar dying in the gutter as a clown, uh, even though it's sad in some respects, I think it's quite fitting in others. Mm, yeah. Definitely fitting. I don't see if there's nothing sad about it. He deserved everything he got. <laughs> everything he got. Wow. <laughs> That's why they called him the Dark Lord of Stereo. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're going to talk about the uh, Darth Bane trilogy now. Now. Ooh. You did mention. Oh, hang on, my earphones fell out. There we go. Uh, we you did mention last week uh, the Darth Bane trilogy, saying that it was one of your absolute favourites. So, yes. uh, w- would you like to tell us uh, what you love about the Darth Bane trilogy? The character of Darth Bane and watching his. Watching, watching his, I, I, I'll say growth, and I don't even want to say he was evil, but it was a practical evil. You know what I'm saying? He was no more evil than he needed to be to get the job done, and sometimes that just had to be savage. You know, whether it be, you know, killing some mm-hmm. little kids to get strong, or, you know what I'm saying? Threatening, threatening yeah. to kill somebody's whole family, you know what I'm saying? It was he, he, it was he, he was a complicated character with uh, an incredible mind imbued by the force. Mm. Okay, well I've got he the was... uh, the blurb of I've got the blurb of the book here. So once the Jedi Order teamed with followers, but their mm-hmm. rivalries divided them in the endless battles for supremacy until one Dark Lord. At last, united the Sith in the quest to enslave the galaxy and exterminate the Jedi. Yet it would fall to another, a more powerful, and in and the entire Brotherhood of Darkness to ultimately realize the full potential of the Sith and wield the awesome power 
of the dark side as never before. That sounds awesome. It oh uh, man, the 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 war in there. Uh so good. It's General Hoth is the uh the Jedi general in charge of you know the the light side and he had his uh army of light and they went against you know what I'm saying the brotherhood of darkness for the fate of the galaxy and it, i don't want i don't know if i should should i spoil it i mean yeah i got i got i got to spoil it to talk about it you know what i'm saying yes being of course used, spoiler yes, alert being used, <laughs> yeah yeah spoiler alert being used <laughs> that war to make himself the most powerful force user in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Wow. It is, uh, yeah, they, it starts, it, it's, and it's fought on all fronts. And that's how he begin. He gets found by the, uh, the Sith is, uh, he's born, he was born and raised on a mining planet. Uh, his dad was a miner and it was kind of planet that, you know, you when you go there, you end up, you know, working, you know, to live because it's a mining planet and you build up so much debt that you can't leave. And, mm. uh, he, you know, he lived on the planet with his father, you know what I'm saying? So he was already, you know, in pretty good shape from working the mines for years. Uh, ends up, uh, getting into a big fight with his dad one night and just sitting there. Oh God, I, I just, I just hate because his dad's abusive and beats him. And he's just like, I wish you was dead. I just wish you was dead. He just says this all night. And then he wakes up and his daddy's dead. Uh-oh. What? They think it's just a heart attack. So, you know, he gets into trouble as, you know, kids do when, you know, they're, when they lose a parent. And uh, he ends up going joining uh, the military. And during one of his raids in the military... Uh, they use a flashbang and blind everybody, but somehow he can still see and single-handedly kills all their attackers. And that's when the Sith say, "Hey, wait a minute! I, I need to talk to you over here for a minute." <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you have uh, do you have two minutes for me? You you have a seat right here for me. Just... <laughs> Would you like a biscuit? A cup of tea? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. So then obviously uh he gets the attention of the Sith and that's where his journey really starts. Yes. And that and that's that's wow. a rough too. He comes mm. in, he joins the uh the Sith army and they begin training him in the ways of the force. And while he does, while he's doing this, he realizes, as you, you know, because you know they're teaching him different techniques, and he realizes, oh shit, that night that I was saying I wish you were dead, I used the force and killed my father. Yeah, and that mess- and that messes him up all in his head, because you know at this point he's not evil, and he, and you know what I'm saying he just wants to learn the ways of the force so he can be stronger. He has no mm-hmm. no compunction about you know taking over the galaxy or building a legacy. Uh, so you know when that when he realizes that, you know that it, it takes a toll on him. So he, he he slows down on his learning, and he actually becomes an outcast in uh, in the Sith school. 
and he has to go through a lot just to come back from that. And I, 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 his, his story is just amazing. I, 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 I can't it tell you how much it. I love that. Yeah, I can't well, tell you how much I love Well, I'm looking online now. I'm, I'm looking to get the Kindle editions of those, definitely, because they sound epic. Um, yeah. So that was before the Republic. So our recommendations to you guys, if you want to delve into... Uh, the Star Wars Legends. This is the beginning. So the first recommendation was Dawn of the Jedi, Into the Void. That is the first official book in the Legends series. So find that on eBay. Uh, buy a, a used copy. Don't buy it new. We don't like buying things new here. We like to to uh, buy a second yeah. and save the freeze. Um, the Old Republic, Revan. Uh, that was our second recommendation. And there are quite a few books in that series as well. So if you like the first one, then maybe you can hunt out the rest. Uh, Red Harvest was another one that looked very interesting. And of course, Vader's favourite. Darth Bane, Path of Destruction, book one. Darth Bane, Rule of Two, book two. And Darth mm. Bane, Dynasty of Evil, book three. So if you can find those um, on some secondhand bookshops, or if you go into a bookshop that's secondhand, uh, then find those. Try not to buy them new. Let's do our thing for the trees. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the library, the library always, every library I've been been to has a copy of the Reverend, uh, the Reverend, uh, not Reverend, I'm sorry, but of the Bane trilogy. Yeah. It's almost the law. To have right. It in there. right. Oh, <laughs> let me give a little fun fact, a little fun fact to everybody. Uh, if you have a library card, you can download an app called the Libby and you put your library card number into the Libby and you can get and read any book at any library. I, 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 this is in America. I don't know about uh, in the UK, but here in America, any library, anywhere, you will have access to that, to that book right there. Uh, Amazing. Right there. Mm-hmm. The Libby. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Amazing. Here in the UK, you can do similar. I'm not entirely sure if our libraries are open yet, but if they are, you can pop in and you can order a book. So if they have it in any library in the UK, you just go up to the counter and go, I want this book. And they will say, that's great. I think there's a 25 pence, like really breaking the uh, the bank here, 25 pence <laughs> fee to have the book posted to the library so you can collect it a couple of days later. So boom, there you oh. go. Let's bring back the love for the library. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. I do love Absolutely. the library. I'm just saying. Oh, also yeah. a good place to pick up girls. I'm just saying. Okay. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my lips, Vader. Ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> guys, too. There's guys there, too. Ew. I'm just saying. I, I, oh, okay. I'm, That's I'm, fun, I'm, I'm cute. I'm cute. So, you know, I get them both. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so um, next we're going to move on to the Rise of the Empire era. But before we do that, we do have a couple of messages from our lovely listeners. Let's hit one now. Oh, Vader, look who is in the room. Yo, 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 big up, people. It's your boy Rishi's Reviews. What's going on, the one and only Vader66 (laughs) and the one and only Keith Andrew 2020? Just thought I'd chime in quickly and say hello. Hi, Rishi. Hope you're feeling better. He was feeling a bit poorly on Marvel Monday yesterday, but he is um, a trooper blessing. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I missed it. I had that. I was at work and I couldn't get away from my peoples. 
Oh, oh, because I, I, oh, I wanted to, I wanted to hear about the Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, the finale. But well, you yeah. can go back and listen. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that the uh, the written dictation of uh, that message on stereo was terrible. Are you ready for this? Yo, 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 <laughs> bigger people, is your boiler issues? <laughs> your boiler issues reviews. Was getting on the one and only Ray the 66 and one and only key for Andrew 2020. Just thought I'd try being quickly and saying hello. Hello, boiler issues. Thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. Rishi, get you some Robitussin. Get get some Robitussin. (laughs) You need some Robitussin. (laughs) Yo, 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 boiler issues. Right, okay. Let's hit our next message. Oh, that's a shame. I wouldn't, you know, I don't wish any harm on Jar Jar. Like your <laughs> man just said, yeah, he did serve a purpose, I suppose. And his character was, his character would have been good, is good, if you just take him alone. But when you put him inside the Star Wars universe, I think it's kind of like, he did. I just don't think he fitted in. He would have been better off in Avatar or something. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's. I, I hope he didn't die in the gutter, and I hope he didn't become a performing clown, because oh. I think he would. He was. He killed actually quite a few droids, didn't he, in that Phantom Menace? But by mistake, of through his clumsiness, he killed yeah. um, quite a few droids. Oh my god, listen, Robert, if you watch The Clone Wars, which is also available on Disney Plus if you have it, uh, watch mm. that series. Jar Jar literally wipes out, like, like they they take Jar Jar on missions knowing he's going to fuck it up. Right. They use that to their advantage. <laughs> they were trying so hard to get him killed. <laughs> yeah. The force was like, go, nah. Send Jar Jar in. <laughs> He'll he'll really screw it up, and that's what we want. Like I was really surprised when I was watching Clone Wars. I was like, they're using Jar Jar as a weapon just because he's completely and utterly useless. <laughs> I loved that. Everybody, that every so job funny. has got that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, we've got another message from Robert here. Let's. I, it's probably going to be some more love for Jar Jar. Here we go. And one question, who is or who was Anakin Skywalker's dad? Because it, it's quite a bit vague in the uh, Phantom Menace when she explains that she didn't, she just fell pregnant. Like an immaculate conception or something. It's a bit weird. Unless she's trying to keep it quiet. Maybe Palpatine Ooh. is the father of Ew. Anakin. Look at no, my Pal- list, Palpatine is Palpatine is Vader's father. They've uh, they they came they said that in the Look at uh, my lips, Rupert. Look at my lips. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Um, so. <laughs> That's interesting because, like we were saying at the beginning of the show, like there are parallels between Star Wars and religion, like especially the 
the Christian religion, you know, the sort of thing of immaculate conception, you know, yes. that is that is pointed at in the Phantom Menace. So again, another, you know, very strong yeah, India. pointer towards Star Wars being, you know, almost a religious experience or a religious, you know, because listen, over in the last census in the uh, the UK, not the census that just happened, but the set. I think it was a census before. Um, over forty thousand people, four zero thousand people, said that mm-hmm. their religion was Jedi. Yep, <laughs> yep. Right so, now, Canada surely... has the largest in the world. But yeah, Jedi is a legitimate religion, recognized, recognized, and people find that funny or find that ridiculous but then again i'm just saying scientology was also created by a novelist who wrote thank you l ron hubbard sci-fi novels l ron hubbard thank you dianetics yeah exactly (laughs) so if 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 he's tacky crappy little sci-fi novels can become the basis of a religion to which tom cruise is part of why can't you know, why can't we be Jedis? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Maybe we do right. got the force. Maybe I can move stuff with my mind. You don't know of my life. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know where I've come from. You don't know where I'm going to. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, dear. Right, we've got some messages that have come through since uh, we've been uh, having a chat, but I promised you guys we are going to move very swiftly on in a moment to Rise of the Empire era in the Legends novels. So we're covering books today. We're covering books. We started to cover them last Mm -hmm. week, but we ran a little bit out of time. So this week we are going deep and dark into the, uh, the Rise of the Empire era. Here we go. Next message. Actually, it's a good question. Something I've never really asked or never even kind of thought about. So, is is Jar Jar Binks actually force sensitive? Then um, you might have answered this before. Obviously, I came in a little bit late. But do you think he is force sensitive? Hmm. We we haven't spoken about that. What do you think, Vader? There was uh, there was a rumor that was started up in the fan community. That is, which is the reason why I, I think they wrote him out <laughs> as as dying as a clown. Um, but there was a rumor that you know Jar Jar might have been a Sith Lord that was really <laughs> manipulating everything along with Palpatine the whole time. <laughs> I mean, can but, you imagine if they actually wrote that into canon? That would be uh, that would be the biggest left curve, <laughs> and he starts talking normal. Huh, you fools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me that Jar Jar Binks. You have been fooled. I am Death Lord Darth Jar Jar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> would it be Darth Jar Jar or would it be Darth Binks? Or Darth Idiot? I call him well, they gotta, they gotta choose. <laughs> they tell you in the, uh, in the Bane trilogy, they tell you when you become uh, uh, well, Bane actually made the rule when you when you you know accept you know your place as apprentice you take you choose your own name you know cuz you know mm. that old you is dead 
So like uh Bane's real name was Dez. And when he chose his Sith name, he chose Bane. And the little girl that he kidnaps and makes his apprentice, you know, he makes her choose a name. It's, Why it's, Bane? Was he a Batman fan? Because that's what his dad, his dad always called him the bane of his existence. His dad, oh. his dad legit hated him. And that name always hurt him. So he was going to use the thing that hurt him the most to give him bane. strength. And that was the name. That's Dark, so cool. Well, it was Bane. Yes. Yes. That's it was actually so cool. Bane. And he instituted, reinstituted the use of the word, of the name Darth. Because they had eliminated that by the time of the war between the uh, Army of Light and Brotherhood of Darkness. Mm. Bane revolutionized it all. Bane! Well, we've recommended those already, so hopefully our lovely listeners will go out and listen to them. Right, we have a couple of... What's up, guys? Gentlemen? Kings? Hey, uh, either of you know how to sign out of this goddamn uh, application? <laughs> <laughs> Forever, you can never. You must yeah. listen to us talk until the end of time. Or you could just turn your phone off. I mean, oh, yeah, that, that too. No. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker's dad was the Medichlorians. That's what it is. The Medichlorians are his dad. They formed together to give immaculate conception to his mother. Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, I gotta, I gotta correct you in the, the Darth Vader comic, a uh, new canon. This new Disney blame Disney, not me. Uh, they they tell, you know, Palpatine. Palpatine was telling Anakin about his birth in Revenge of the Sith. He did manipulate the Midichlorians inside of Shimmy to create him. So he is Anakin's father. It was all Palpatine. Everything. <sighs> ew! 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 Okay, <laughs> he, he was baby Jesus, baby. He was, baby, he was space Jesus. Yes, he was space Jesus. Yes, <laughs> get ready, hold on to your lightsabers. It's time for space Jesus. Right, um, Jesus was raised by abusive parents. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Jesus, you're the bane of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're going to move on very swiftly to uh, the rise of the Empire era. Now there are a couple of books in here. Oh my god, I think Vader's having a moment. <laughs> All right. I was thinking, I think some people from the church have just started picking it outside of my household. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, oh. Oh my god, you. it's like Life of Brian all over again. <laughs> right. <okay. laughs> it says Space Baby Jesus. What? Okay, so um, we're moving into a new era now. Like I said before, we have moved into the uh, oh god, Rise of the Empire era. Now, the first book that I'm going to recommend in this era is, and I know that Vader did uh, touch on it last week, but I'd love to hear his thoughts about it. Blaf, blaf. Oh my god, what have I done? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Darth Plague Plagueis. Plagueis. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Darth Pl- 
Plague, 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 I don't know. Come on. Right. Let's Darth Plagueis the Y. Plagueis. <laughs> so the principal story arc in Darth Plagueis spans several decades. The challenge yeah. was to create a history of a kind without eclipsing the characters who are in effect making history. So fortunately, the Star Wars universe is so large that it was able to research this book almost in the same way that I would a more traditional historical novel. And yes. as it progressed, I was forced to a new, more closely to established law. Uh, but even then, it proved possible to shed light on what was going on in the wings behind the scenes. So that is James uh, Lucino, who wrote uh, this novel. Uh, Vader, do you author. know anything about this? Oh, Plagueis was a good novel. That Plagueis shows you uh, how how Plagueis comes to power and how Palpatine being found as just a little young senator, you know, on uh, Naboo became a, a Sith Lord and eventually the Sith Lord. It, it is a good story. And a lot of it takes place right behind the scenes of the stories we already know. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's... it's so it's, what, the, of the original the trilogy? Yeah. Everything is like, it's all the, the stuff that you weren't seeing going on that was going on in the background because he was alive during the whole, you know, Plagueis was alive during the, the prequel trilogy. Yeah. And, and of, of course, um, Palpatine did that speech in episode three. So is it, hang on, how do you pronounce his name? Plagueis. Plagueis. Okay, Plagueis. So um, this is the speech that Palpatine gave very quickly. So did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? It's a Sith legend. Darth Plagueis was a dark lord of the Sith. So powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the midichlorians and create life. He had such a knowledge of the dark side that he could even um, could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. So that's uh, Palpatine's sort of little mention to him in the original uh, Revenge of the Sith. So yep. really he interesting that we get to read behind the scenes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what's because he he is like shortly after he had killed him when he's making the speech to Anakin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Amazing. And yeah, and he told him I he taught his you know un, he only thing he feared was lo- losing po- his power, which eventually he did. He taught yeah. his apprentice everything he know. Unfortunately, and his apprentice killed him while he slept. He could keep mm. the ones he loved from dying, but not himself. What? Yeah. What? OMG. Oh, can so, this power um, be learned? Yeah. So, like, do we ever get to see, like, Darth Plagueis in the uh, tr- prequel trilogy? Like, any of the times when, um, you know, a hooded figure appears in any of the sequences in the prequel trilogy could that be Plagueis or um, there, there are moons. Uh, Darth Plagueis was a moon or a moon however you want to pronounce it and, uh, there were moon in there and I'm trying to remember if I I, I, I want to say 
that he was one of the ones that we saw, but I'm not 100% on that. Vader, uh, I've just had a thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought maybe all those sequences with Palpatine in his office, could Darth Plagueis have been under the desk? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when someone comes in and, and Palpatine's like, quick, get under the desk. <laughs> Someone's coming. Are, are they still there? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you cleaned this drawer out? It's <laughs> I'm sorry, Jar Jar's been in here. <laughs> Keep shitting in my desk. Um, okay, so there you go. Who knows? Again, like we were saying earlier, you know, just slightly off camera, you know, in those sequences, you know, like when um, Palpatine appears in the blue haze, you know, as the hologram, who knows, standing maybe just to the right of him could be Darth Plagueis at any time during the prequel trilogy. I love things like that, you know, mm-hmm. where it, it expands on it, where just, just out of shot, just out of, se- of the scene, right, these, all these sort of events are taking um taking part in what's happening. So yeah, like uh, Blue Jeans so, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just like <this. laughs> Yeah, Blue Jeans guy. <laughs> Do you want to explain that quickly just while I search the next thing? Oh in uh in uh the Mandalorian they they uh, accidentally let one of the one of the the crew get filmed in one of the scenes that actually made it to air. It was a guy in blue jeans, and the fans saw it and create, turned him into a character in Star Wars. <laughs> blue jean guy. They made a toy and everything. It was... <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. It's just like they, um, the fans of Game of Thrones who uh, had the, the drawings of Westeros, and they drew a Starbucks <laughs> right. in it. Just to explain the coffee cup left on the table. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the next sort of big series in uh, the book series in Legends from Rise of the Empire era is the Jedi Apprentice books, of which there were t- like 10 or 11 books. This was a popular series. Oh, no, no, tell a lie. I'm very, very sorry. I just told a massive lie. There was actually... 19 books. Okay, I was about to say it. I thought it was a bigger series than that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 19 books. So, uh, Jedi Apprentice, this is obviously uh, featuring all of the events like before, just before the prequel uh, trilogy. So, these books feature like Yoda and uh, Obi- Baby, Obi- a- Baby Obi- Anakin. Yes, Baby he goes Anakin, on like of lots of adventures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Jake Lloyd <laughs> is off on many adventures. I'm going to steal some fruit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, of course, we get lots and lots of uh, Qui-Gon Jinn in these, in these novels. Yes. Yes, because Qui-Gon Jinn falls in love. In <gasps> the, in, oh, oh, spoiler alert. Qui-Gon Jinn <laughs> falls in love. Yes. 
So the first book here, um, the blurb or the blurb on the back sounds quite interesting. So this is from the first book, guys. So the first book uh, is uh, Jedi Apprentice, The Rising Force. And uh, so 12-year-old Obi-Wan Kenobi desperately wants to be a Jedi Knight. And after years at the Jedi Temple, he knows the power of the lightsaber and the force. But he cannot control his own anger and fear because of this. Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn will not take him on as a Padawan apprentice. But now Obi-Wan is about to have his first encounter with true evil. He must face off against unexpected enemies and face up to his own dark wishes. Only then can his education as a Jedi truly begin. Yes, he was going to get shipped off. And have to work in, I believe, a lot the library or some kind of research facility. And mm. this was like his last chance. And you know, well, you gotta read the book. But he you gotta know, read he, the book. He proves himself. He proves himself as as a yeah. possible good Padawan. And quite guys like, you know, break your ass on over here. Come on. Come on, boy. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that happens also in um in Clone Wars to Ashoka, I think it's in the first series or second series, she gets you know, put into the library, that's where they sort of go, isn't it you've been very naughty, you've got library duty <laughs> get out of it <laughs> that's where they, they put all the weak Jedi the weak Jedi that aren't strong enough to be, you know you know, warriors you yeah. know, because the, 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 the Jedi are broken up into sections, like each light, lightsaber used to mean something different, like uh Blue were the were the warrior cast of the Jedi. Green were a peaceful dim, uh, diplomatic class. Um, and then like the special colors, uh, you know, were for different things. But uh, they had like places to where, the, according to your power level, you would spend your Jedi life. It was it was it was well crafted out. You know, the books are. I'm telling you, it's got some of everything in there for you. Oh, absolutely, and we're gonna um, touch upon that in a second because the next book I think we should recommend is the Rise and Fall of Darth Vader. So this is obviously now um, during this time, but the prequel trilogy has happened. So the Rise and Fall of Darth Vader, and I love the um, the blurb on this book. It's so um, affecting to me when I when I read it out earlier. So this is the legendary story of Anakin Skywalker as it's never been told before through his eyes from rise to fall, from light to dark and back again. Born a slave, raised a Jedi, feared by a galaxy. How cool. Mm, Yes, his battle with Rome Sloan, I believe, is is the Jedi he's uh, off after in this book. Oh, oh I, was... I thought I, I thought he was the author. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was looking, no, it's it's Ryder Windham. <laughs> close, close. <laughs> well, yeah, that, but, uh, that book tells about how uh, you know, it's like you know, he's fresh out of he's fresh into the suit, and you know, talks about how the the suit how it hurts. I mean, Palpatine designed the suit to cause him constant pain, and he 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 wanted to give up because he had to use the Force 
just to just to walk around at first. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of the book is him just getting used to, you know, the, the new life he has to lead inside that suit. Wow. Yeah, hideous when you when you think about it. Yeah. Really horrible. So yeah, that's another one. The next ones um I'm gonna recommend. Uh there's a trilogy of um Darth Maul books actually. One of them is called uh Shadow Hunter. Uh oh god Shadow Hunter, Saboteur and Lockdown, which is very apt, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Darth Maul during coronavirus lockdown. What did he get up to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing this he... mask. <laughs> yeah. He basically refilmed the end of Phantom Menace where he doesn't get chopped in half. And, <laughs> you know, walks away having killed everyone Kenobi with a new <laughs> lightsaber. But, uh, yeah, lockdown, saboteur. Uh, these look really good. I've not read them, but they are part of the Star Wars Legends. So if you are a Darth Maul fan, uh, definitely read those. They look epic. Yes. Um, yeah. And then we get into a lot of adventure game books for kids. We're not going to go into those because they're for kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Jedi Quest is another tri- is another series that they brought out. So um, let's have a look at Jedi Quest. Anyone read Jedi Quest? Vader? Any idea? These are like a very young Anakin. These sort of take place after episode one, uh, but before episode two. So a very young looking Anakin Skywalker. So it's um, an introductory novel to Jedi Quest chronicling the adventures. I can't speak. I can't speak. It's been a long day. (laughs) Uh, The adventures of Anakin Skywalker and his master Obi-Wan Kenobi. So they are set between The Phantom Menace and Episode 2. So it's like filling in that gap of yeah. Obi-Wan tra- training Anakin, which is nice. It's there. I'm not going to rush to read those. They're like, I don't think they're a part of um, Star Wars lore that I'm overly interested in. But, yeah, uh, there's no really overarching anyone, stories. Yeah, anyone that wants to read anything about uh, about that is is more than... More than beautiful. So, yes, and then we go on, obviously, into the Clone Wars era. Uh, there's lots of books about the Clone Wars. So if you just type in Star Wars Clone Wars books, there are hundreds. Um, and then we get <laughs> uh, some really interesting novels that sort of come to the, at the end of this, uh, this era of the Star Wars legends. One of them is Kenobi. So this is a book um, written basically all about uh, Kenobi after he was left on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. So this, so I'm wondering, this book came out, I believe, during... Well, no, 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 it wouldn't, would it? Because it's Legends. So this book is no longer canon, right? No. Well, I don't know if that... Well, I mean, we got to wait till the Kenobi series comes out. We got to wait when the Kenobi series, we'll see how much of that... Because in that... Uh, I believe while while he's watching Luke on Tatooine, uh, Obi Wan has to leave Tatooine. I I, I think three times uh, to help somebody, a Jedi that's found him. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. that and that tells I believe that tells a story. Does it tell a story of all three or just one? And they mention the other two. It might be just okay. the adventures of one and a mention of the other two. 
Mm. Well, it's written by John Jackson Miller. It's one of these latter books. So it's like 2014, where they were bringing out a lot of Star Wars material, which was really interesting. That looks so official, you know, like if you want to know officially what happened to Kenobi when he was left <laughs> behind on Tatooine uh, after Revenge of the Sith, read this book. And then like a year later, by the way, everything you just read isn't true anymore. <laughs> it's, it's absolute bullshit. And you're like, God, oh, I've just spent so much money purchasing these books to read. But let me read you a bit of the blurb of uh, Kenobi because it's quite interesting. So, Tatooine, a harsh desert world where farmers toll in the heat of two sons whilst trying to protect themselves and their loved ones from the mouldering Tuscan Raiders, a backwater planet on the edge of civilized space and an unlikely place for to find a Jedi master in hiding or an orphaned infant boy whose tiny shoulders rest the future of the galaxy. Uh, a Republic has fallen. Sith Lords rule the galaxy. Oberon Kenobi has lost everything. Everything but hope. Yeah, there you go, Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Looks like an interesting one. Like we've said, guys, do not buy these books new. Go and get them on eBay or another site in which you buy in secondhand. Or, as Vader mentioned earlier, whap out your library card and get down there mm-hmm. and, and see if you can find it. This looks like a good one. I would highly recommend this. Not read it myself, yeah. but just saying. Yeah, and then it's good directly, <laughs> directly after. Uh, Kenobi, another book that was released called Dark Lord The Rise of, of Darth Vader so this is a must read oh sequel. wait oh then that's, oh that was my bad then that's the book where Rowan Slow Rowan Slow whatever the hell his name is, that's the one uh, not, I don't think I've seen Rise and Fall of Vader then okay th- yeah this one's just The Rise of Darth Vader, this is written by James Lucina who you really like don't you yeah, you like it. That's what I thought you were talking. Yes. I thought you just said you just guys had a different title over there. Okay. Uh, no, I think it was a. I think the other one might have been a short novel. I think this is the actual official Dark Lord Rise of of, of Darth Vader. But um, yeah, so this one obviously, like we said, takes place directly after Revenge of the Sith, and um, yeah, so he devotes. So the author devotes much of Dark Lord to the internal conflict that Darth Vader goes, uh, undergoes as he's trying to slough off, sorry, to go into slough off, this doesn't make sense, who wrote this schlock? Um, (laughs) Trying to throw off his former identity as as Anakin Skywalker. Palpatine intends for these early missions that he sends Vader on to be as much about learning what it means to be a Sith as it is um, consolidating the rule of the of the empire, so mm-hmm. very very interesting. This is like the early days, like the rise of Darth Vader. That is, this is definitely yeah. something I'd like to read about. That's so, that is that's yeah. a good story because you know he's just he just shows up and you know what I'm saying. Grand, Grand Moff Tarkin is in it and. He just oh, shows no. up and, and nobody knows who this who the hell who's else this guy in the black suit and stuff. And there's rumors <laughs> that it might be Anakin, but nobody knows. And yeah. yeah. Oh. 
so God, good. you never think about that, do you? Like, how was that news broken to people that this like nobody knew? Nobody, nobody knew. knew. Even even in the uh, even in the movies, nobody knew that Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader. Yeah, everybody just thought that Anakin was dead. Yeah. So I don't know much about this next book, but um, it's actually called The Last Jedi, and it was published on February the twenty sixth. 2013 so well done on an original title there Disney dickhead right. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even choose an original title it's been used in the book already by 2013 um, so then comes uh, we're up to a point now of a new hope so this is a new hope now and uh, yeah we're going to pause here I think whilst we hit some messages and then I think we'll do this next phase and then I think we'll save the, the the rebellion era for next time, Vader, because I've got something very exciting. Our Ooh. next episode of a Star Wars story falls on the fourth of May. Ooh, Star Wars May Day, y'all! With you. So Ooh. not only are we going to continue our look through Legends and the expanded universe, but I'm hoping if we can. And me and Vader have discussed this already. I'm not springing it on him. Don't worry. But maybe we could get um, the first episode of The Bad Batch in and do a little yes. review. Yes, so I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah. So that's the plan for next week, guys. So if you are a Star Wars fan, uh, please join us next week on the 4th of May. May the 4th be with you. It is Star Wars Day. I'm so excited. It's, um, yeah, I, I, I wear robes. And um, <laughs> and run around with a broom, pretending to strike people down. It's a you should day, buy man. a buy a lightsaber. You can buy them. Well, I have from... got. Huh? Yeah, I have got one in the. I've got one in the attic, actually. But I'm scared. One of the you got one of the battle ready ones. I've got one of the ones that came out, uh, an official one that came out when the films were re released in special edition in the nineties. Oh no no no! You want to go go to Saber Forge and get you. You can get the battle ready ones that you can actually use them. Uh, There's so good sound effects, everything sound effects, lights, and 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 some of them are screen. If you want a screen accurate one, you can get screen accurate, or you can get a customized hilt. Oh, epic, epic! Right. And they got well, like uh, anyone... one of your groups over there, which where you where you're at. Mm. I'm sure I can find one. I can definitely, definitely find one. But I'm just saying, like, you're mentioning this now, Vader, but I'm just going to throw it out here. It is my birthday soon. So if anyone's listening, <laughs> Everybody? I would like a lightsaber, please. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to piss everyone off by saying I want a purple one. <laughs> they got a purple, yellow, green, blue, you name it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yellow would be quite nice. Yellow, yellow is my favorite. But then purple is my favorite color, so... It has to be purple. I'll have to be uh, Mace Windu because look at me. I fit that so well. They, <laughs> yeah, I always mistake you for Samuel L. Jackson every time I talk to you. <laughs> I'm like, is, that, is get... this him? Is... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. If I'm going to pass to Mace Windu, I need to start saying motherfucker more, don't I? Well, you're... <laughs> 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 okay. It's a deal. Motherfucker. 
And then I'm going to give you the, some of the last uh, recommendations of this era. And then uh, me and Vader are going to go and have a lay down. Because I think we definitely need one after this episode. Um, but like I said, we'll be back next week, guys, with um, a new episode looking into the next stage, which is the Rebellion era in the Star Wars Legends novels. And of course, celebrating Star Wars Day. I'm so excited. <laughs> Whoop, whoop. Right, who's that? Bruce G. Oh, guys, we need to make a show called Space Jesus. That would be yes. so epic. <laughs> Can you imagine the bloody the opening scene of that? Space Jesus! It's Space Jesus! I'll leave the brilliant blanks. Oh, a, well, musical, I think... a musical Star Wars yeah. parody. <laughs> yeah. I do think that maybe all those... Um... The Christians that are outside your house, Vader, may now be uh, heading across the sea to Rishi's apartment. <laughs> Whoopsie daisies. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Right, here we go. Space Jesus, superstar. Tried to do this earlier, but I don't think it was long enough. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi Victoria, how you doing, love? Space Jesus, oh, what have we done? What Everybody have loves we Space done? Jesus. Hey, is the Darth Plagueis storyline in the books, like the actual novels, or is it in the comic books, or where is it? Let me know where it's at. The, there's a book, um, book called Darth Plagueis. Uh, I can't remember Plagueis. the author is. Plague. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it, Vader. Darth Plagueis. <laughs> I think it was Lucerne. Lucerne. It's my Lucerne? ethnic accent. Darth Plagueis. <laughs> I'm like, tell 2020. Darth Plagueis. <laughs> right, okay. So, um, uh, oh, and God, what's up with those street go. toughs out there robbing people with knives? I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying it like you're accusing me? I'm just saying. I only have to breathe with my knife, thank you very much. And I don't even do that now because I'm cutting out carbs. So, thank you, Peter. How dare you? I was just picturing you out there robbing people. I can see it. No, I'm out there helping old ladies across the street, thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) I may take their purse, but I'm I'm helping them across the street first. (laughs) Give that bag, you old bag. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've helped you across the street. Give me some money. Right, so Darth Plagueis, Plague, or whatever his name is, uh, James Lucino. James Lucino is uh, yes. the author of that, and, you, and it came out in 2012. So if you want to Google Great that, Mixpixel, uh, then find out more. But I, I'm sure there are comics and stuff out there with him in as well, but that's the main source of uh, knowledge about him uh, that we that's know. It. That's so his only story. Oh, wow. Okay, that's his only story. There we go. Hey, Vader. Hey, Keith Andrew with your sexy mustache. Mwah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Well, thank you very much, madam. Oui, oui, bonjour. (laughs) Hey, if either of you guys have not read it, the first book of the Han Solo trilogy, uh, The Paradise Snare, 
I forget who writes it. Um, check it out, dude. I would love to see you two discuss that one. That is such a deep, deep story. I did not expect it. I really didn't when I picked it up. Ooh, you want to well, do a Star is... Wars book club? What? Yeah, but that is really actually quite scary because the next novels we were going to talk about, because we're getting to the end of that pre-rebellion now, is the Han Solo trilogy. They were literally the next books we were going to talk about. So the Paradise uh, Snare, the Hut Gambit, and um, if anyone is a regular listener of the, a Star Wars story, you know that I have uh, oh, I was going to say a massive hard on for the huts, but I don't think that's very nice thing to say. Is it? <laughs> Can I say that hard on for the huts? You could totally say that. Okay, I, I've said it now. Not in a sexual way. Not in a sexual way at all, of course. But I just really like them as characters. I feel a bit sick. Oh, I was just sticking my mouth a little bit. Um, and. Uh, the third one, Rebel Dawn. Rebel Dawn in the um, in the Han Solo trilogy. So yeah, we can talk about those. So what I love about these books, and I'm just going to throw it out there, like what I would love, and if anyone out there has any money that could maybe publish this book, I would love to have an artwork, uh, Star Wars book of artwork of the covers of these uh, Star Wars Legends books. Ooh, Disney would show up for the yeah. Dis- Disney's legal team is already getting re- getting dressed. Just, yeah. <laughs> just <'cause it's> <laughs> yeah, because these I'm telling you, some of the artwork on these uh, covers are amazing. Like one of my favorites yes. is uh, Shadow of the Empire, uh, which is the book that fits in between I think Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, which has got like Palpatine on the front, Luke, and something else. But these um, like. Google them, guys. Like the covers of the Star Wars Legends books, especially uh, like Mixelpix said, these um, Han Solo trilogy books—they are glorious. They're like artwork in themselves. Yeah. They're so you get to see them get older. You get to see, you know, Leia and Han grow older, and see the differences <laughs> from what we saw in the movies to what what uh, Star Wars. Because in in the Star Wars universe, people live, uh, you know. To round about humans live to round about a book, book twenty. Yeah, there are people. They, you know, say this Han Solo was like in his seventies, still out there fighting Boba Fett <laughs> and going to war. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, we never got to see that because they went <clears throat> and killed them all off. So, right, that's the end of that. Oh. <laughs> Um, what I have to say is, I, I know, I'm sorry, Vader, but I'm going to talk about the Hut Gambit, which is the second book in the Han Solo trilogy. So the front cover is a very young looking um, Harrison Ford, obviously as Han Solo, and mm-hmm. Jabba the Hut and Boba Fett. But the Jabba is the Jabba the Hut that they used in the very first uh, special edition, you know, when they introduced that Jabba scene into uh, A New Hope. Uh-huh. So they used that Jabba on the front cover. And I'm sorry, but it just looks brilliant. I love it. And the and the blurb on it is, a young Han Solo defies danger and death on an impossible quest for freedom. I mean, how could you not love this? This is like ultimate fan pleasure, as Rishi Reviews would say. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, guys, these books are amazing. Look, we've had uh, the lovely Mixel Picks come in and recommend them already. 
Uh, I personally haven't read them, but I do have the audio books of these. Now, guys, well, let's talk about this very, very quickly. I know to sit down and read a book is sometimes a bit of a pain in the ass, especially if you don't have a lot of time, if you're busy, if you're on the move. Well, don't worry about that because there are places on the interweb where you can find the audio books of all of these legends novels. So if you're on the move or you've got a long car journey, download them. Listen to the audiobooks. They're just as enjoyable as reading them. And mm-hmm. I have, I think I have now all of the audiobooks for the legends because I listen to them when I'm cycling or if I'm walking somewhere, I'll always have an audiobook on. So that's another option for you. Um, if you want to read these books or hear the stories, you can hear them on audiobooks. I'm sure you can probably get those from the library as well. Uh, mind you, if you do try and get some of them from the library, they may be on cassette. Oh, oh, I hear we have them all. They're all uh, on CDs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I do think that some of them were so early, though, that, that you could probably get them on CD, but most people had them on cassette. And I'm just <laughs> saying that there's not many places now, not many cars, where you can play a cassette. So, All right. Uh, <laughs> search out the uh, the CD versions, if possible. Uh, now, when you listen, when you listen to your books... Oh, I'm sorry. But when you listen to your books, which ones do you listen to? Do you listen to the, the ones where it's just... Uh, someone reading or do you listen to the ones with the full voice acting well this is interesting because normally um, outside of star wars i listen to full cast audio dramas which i really freaking enjoy there's an amazing company called big finish productions if you search out big finish productions and look at the full cast audio dramas that they have it will make your jaw drop but Mm -hmm. when it comes to star wars i actually really enjoy uh, listening to the audiobooks because Thompson, who is um, like, I think he's probably narrated more Star Wars novels than anyone else, but he is so engaging. And I have to tell you something he does an amazing impression of Admiral Akbar. Oh, like, <laughs> I had to Google. And, and I had to Google the voice of Admiral Akbar to see whether it actually was Mark Thompson. <laughs> he does read like all of them, doesn't he? Yeah, he is like really, really good at reading um, the Star Wars novels. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy, um, you know, him reading the novels and you know, a lot of people don't like audiobooks. Some people say that their uh, attention span is not necessarily, you know, there to, to listen to audiobooks. But, you know, like on a lot of devices these days, you can set a timer. So if I'm listening to an audiobook before bed, I'll set like a 20 minute timer because I know that I'll probably fall asleep before that finishes. So, you know, there's loads of ways that you can do it. Oh. But I would say that if you. If you actually like say you you've got to go on a long drive or something, audiobooks are brilliant for that. But yeah, that's just another. Uh oh, you still there? Oh, I think we lost Keith. But yeah, the audiobooks are awesome. My myself, I like them for entertainment, but for the most part, I I don't really retain the book as well. Uh. So I like to read just because, you know what I'm saying, it's better to hold on 
to the you know to what you're picking up. Uh, Keith, you back yet? I think yeah, I think he's having some connection issues. But uh, let's see. Let's 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 run through some of these messages while we see if we can get Keith to come on back in here. Hey, hey, is there any big oh, wait, bad in the Obi One um, story that's coming up? Do you think? Like, have they, do they have like a central bad guy? Oh, sorry about that. Hello, I'm back. Sorry. I got a phone call and it threw me off stereo. Sorry about that. Okay. Can, uh, can we replay that message from Mixoplate? Oh, I think replay it's gone. Replay it. I think it's gone. Oh, hang on. No, it hasn't. I've got it here. Vader, is there any big bad in the Obi Wan um, story that's coming up, do you think? Like, have they, do they have like a central bad guy? Well, I I know Maul. I believe is supposed to be in it, but I, I I don't know. I think I have a I got a feeling Grand Admiral Thrawn is going to be the big bad. Mm-hmm. But don't forget also that we have um, Hayden Christensen back as Vader, right? So oh, that's right, and they're supposed to be a big fight. Yeah, so they've got to tie that in somehow, haven't they? Hmm. See, they got so much. They're only going to do four episodes. You can't. You can't do Star Wars in four episodes. But then again, it's a four. If it's each episode is an hour, that's a four-hour movie, and they do quite a lot in a two-hour movie, don't they? So, you know, it's it's double, double the length of um, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Well. And who knows? But, you know, it'll only know be like 43 the... minutes. <laughs> yeah. 43 minutes. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know, probably. But we don't know, like, the running time. They could be maybe 90-minute episodes. Can you imagine 90-minute episodes? That'd be great. That'd be six hours worth of uh, yes. of it. So, yeah, that'd be amazing. That would be amazing. Sorry I lost you for a minute there, guys. There was a bit of an issue in my phone, but I'm back now, of course. Uh, we're going to get through these messages. I'm just going to check and see if there's any other uh, books in this series that we would need to talk about. Um, no, and then we're going We're going to the Rebellion era after. There is one little anomaly here. I can't speak today, so just make up that word, whatever you think I just said. Uh, death, death Troopers. Death Troopers. Oh. This one, this looks quite like, I'm not being funny, like, it looks really grim. They've got it, um, it's a a helmet of a stormtrooper with like on a hook. Mm-hmm. That was like one of their. That was one of the first where they really went dark. And there's like that's that's like no Jedi. That's all. That's all stormtroopers. That was a good, but I didn't get a chance yeah. to read it. But I heard a lot of good stuff about it. A lot of good stuff. About it. Yeah. So, uh, Death Troopers by Joe Shruba. It looks really, really interesting. I'm just going to try and find the blurb, see if there's any blurb. So, um, when the Imperial Prison Barge Purge, temporary home to 500 of the galaxy's most ruthless killers, rebels, scoundrels and thieves, breaks down in a distant, uninhabited part of space, it only seems to lie with the Star Destroyer found drifting 
with the Star Destroyer found drifting, derelict and seemingly abandoned. But when the boarding party is sent to salvage the parts, only half of them come back, bringing with them an horrific disease so lethal that within hours, nearly all aboard the Purge will die in ways too hideous to imagine. And death is only the beginning. Ooh. Ooh, I'm not I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it. But if you're if you're a fan of the Star Wars the Old Republic video game, all I'll say is terrorists. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh and also here, just a little bit of information. It takes place about a year before A New Hope and is actually um officially a prequel. To Red Harvest, the novel we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So there you go, guys. That's definitely one to check out. And that is the last recommendation in this era of legends. I think we've uh, we've covered quite a lot today, don't you think, Vader? Yeah, we get a bunch. Oh, my goodness. Next week, of course, uh, we will be. Uh, it, it'll be Star Wars Day, so. Of course, we're going to be here for Star Wars Day. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to be going through the Rebellion era and also the New Republic era, which I think is actually my favorite era of Legends. So I'm very, 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 very excited about that. Uh, The New Jedi Order era and uh, the last era in the uh, Star Wars Expanded Universe, the Legacy era. So we've got a lot to get through next week as well. Um, I can do an extended show next week because it is Star Wars Day. I will be in my loincloth with my broom, <laughs> nice. uh, <laughs> pretending to chop off people's heads. So, of course, that's going to be <laughs> When I say loincloth, I mean bedsheet, but you can just use your imagination, yeah? Yeah, I'm picturing, I'm picturing loincloth and the bedsheet is a cape. <laughs> yes! Or I could wear a potato sack and be a Jedi. Who knows, knows, guys? Whatever happens, I will be putting photos up on Instagram. So please do follow me and the lovely Vader on Instagram because we have so much stuff going on on there. And of course, follow us on here on Stereo because if you follow us, guess what happens? You get notified every time we do a show. So win-win, I think. Mm Win-win. So uh, let's get through the last couple of ditties and then it will be uh, au revoir for now. But here we go. Victoria. Mentioning birthdays and mentioning May the 4th be with you. Yes, that is my birthday. Which, Uh until they decided it was Star Wars Day, I always hated my birthday. I still don't like the attention. But if I could dress as Princess Leia, it's all good. Yay! Yes! If you dress as Princess Leia, um, please send me a picture. I'm I'm just saying. (laughs) Look at my lips, Vader. Ew. <laughs> um, I'm going to dress so as slave lady and send you a pic. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. So next week, it's not only a celebration of Star Wars Day, but Victoria's birthday. And Victoria has been a long, long-running uh, fan and listener here on A Star Wars Story. So we will be singing you happy birthday next week. Next week, next week, Victoria, we will be singing you happy birthday. <laughs> Apparently, in a German accent, I don't know what happened there. I'm possessed. 
Right here. Yo, pretty please with a cherry on top or whatever they put on ice cream in England. It's probably a sardine or something. Yo, for real, please watch a movie called Square Grouper before you do the show on the next uh, on the on the first Han Solo book. The structure that's built <laughs> in the Han Solo book um mirrors a structure built in real life between like smugglers drug addicts and cult leaders it's very very similar oh cool yeah 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 okay i've written it down i've written it down we'll definitely be checking that out hundo p Mm. thanks mixel picks well we have one last uh, message here from mixel picks uh, which is super, and then we will be saying au revoir for now. Here we go. Oh, wow. Ooh, I would much, much rather see Grand Admiral Thrawn against Obi Wan than, um, than than any anybody else really, because people forget like what a brilliant general, like what a brilliant commander uh, Obi Wan is, and he's not going to have any troops to command. But I think that there are two strategic brains that I would love to see go against each other. It's Thrawn versus Obi-Wan. I think that would be fucking dope. Yes, that would be amazing. Uh, So with the timeline of Kenobi and the Mandalorian, they're obviously um, happening simultaneously. Is that correct? Uh, I think. Well, I think it's Obi-Wan is going to be a little bit before leading into the Mandalorian. Hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah. So the Mandalorian is set in between. Oh, no. No, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. So the Mandalorian happens after Return of the Jedi. Obviously, Kenobi is dead. So that wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. I call myself a Star Wars fan. Um, (laughs) But then, oh, my God. Sorry, brain, brain. But yeah, so Kenobi is obviously going to happen after Revenge of the Sith. So maybe just, I mean, uh, how old, how old are they going to make Ewan McGregor look? So is he going to be I think each episode would be a different age as, you know, watching Luke grow up. Okay. So it won't be like the four episodes won't happen one after the other. It will be sort of spread out, you think. That's what I think. I don't know. I mean, but that would make more sense to me to really make, uh, you know, an adversarial relationship with Anakin and and uh, uh, Obi Wan. Was if you know for years he's trying uh, <laughs> to find Obi Wan because in a New Hope, remember he says you shouldn't have returned. That could lead to a whole. They could that could open up a whole new door of. You know, Obi Wan coming and just messing up his plans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's very difficult to tell, isn't it, because of like all the different timelines and stuff that's going on, and you know, with certain characters and things like that. But it'd be interesting to see like where they put the series, and you know, like whether they have the Kenobi series leading directly into a New Hope. I mean, uh, we've already they, they had said it. they brought yeah, back um, Aunt Beru and, Aunt, and Uncle Owen. I heard they're coming back. Yeah, they're back, aren't they? Yeah, so that's why I'm thinking it's going to be like a progression 
of, you know, Luke getting dropped off, you know, some people coming, you know, trying to get him or <laughs> trying to do something hokey. And then, you know, yeah. as Luke grows up, you know, Obi-Wan keeps saving his life from because in in the legends, um in the legends, like Maul actually came back and tried to kill Luke. That's how um that dent you see in the side of uh Luke's speeder is from Obi-Wan getting thrown into it by Darth Maul in Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. like little things like that really yeah. sort of sum up, don't they, how vast the, uh, the Star Wars universe is and how there's no coincidences and no action in the Star Wars universe uh, isn't then picked up later or is interconnected with everything else. I love that about uh, the Star Wars universe. Yeah. But um, absolutely. So, yeah, excuse my brain freeze earlier. So, um, we, yeah, I mean, Darth Maul... Uh, the the only thing I was thinking about Grand Admiral Thrawn, like obviously, at this point he is sort of part of the Empire, so that there is a possibility of he him appearing. But I just think that they're going to save uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn for the uh, Ashoka series. I just don't think that they will want to feature him before that. What do you think? Hmm. I mean, maybe an introduction? Because, I mean, because at this point, excuse me, at this point, uh, after, it was after Revenge of the Sith is when Thrawn uh, joined with the Empire. Mm. So, I mean, he's, he's around at this time. He's not, He doesn't have, hold any rank, real big rank. Like, I think he's a lieutenant. But, mm. uh, this gives a chance to explain more, well, to add on to his rise to power. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting. We've just got one more message come through and then... Vader, what's going on, bro? I gotta be a little quiet where I'm at, but good to see you. What's going on? What's going on? Hey, Keith Andrew. Stereotyping this page. Hello, Stereotype. Thank you for joining us in the last closing seconds here of A Star Wars Story. Vader, thank you so much for uh, everything you do. You're an amazing human being, even though you are the Dark Lord of Stereo. Thank you for your <laughs> knowledge. And thank you for your humour. You are massively, massively appreciated, not just by me, but all of our lovely listeners as well, I'm sure. So thank you very uh, much. Oh, uh, I mean, I love you too, you a. This is the most fun I have. Oh, talking about Star Star Wars, uh, man! You know, it, it touches my heart. <laughs> it touches my heart in ways you just don't understand. <laughs> oh, bless but you! I, I sent well, you a little picture we'll too. Oh yes, hang on, hang on! You just sent it to me. Bear with, bear with, bear with, bear with, <laughs> bear with. Let's have a look. Vader sent me a picture. Oh, Vader, put it away. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Epic fight. Oh, yes. Look at that. Yes. So he gets thrown into. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. It's a, it's a comic, uh, some comic frames of uh, Darth Maul and Obi-Wan having a bit of a barney, which I love. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for everyone who listens. 
Um, it's amazing that we've, um, you know, get to come here and talk about our favourite film series and get to really geek out with you guys. So uh, it's so much fun. And like I said, please do come and join us next Tuesday, same time here on Stereo, to celebrate Star Wars Day. We will be going back through the last of the Legends books. And of course, we might even give you a very sneaky preview of the first episode of A Bad Batch. Yes. Very excited. <laughs> thank you so much, Vader. I hope you have the, a lovely rest of your day. And, thank uh, you. Thank you very much. Catch me at uh, 8 o'clock tonight. The Cochino Vader Show, right here live on Stereo. Absolutely. If you haven't had enough Vader, you know where to go. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Have a good night. Are right, you too? <laughs> Bye. Bye. We are officially out. Uh oh, how you stop this? May the force be with you. And with you. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Films I Love Most podcast live. Don't forget, you can get involved on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to send us an email with any suggestions or recommendations, you can send those to film I love most podcast at yahoo.com. Thank you very much, and I hope that you join us next time here at the Films I Love Most podcast. Yeah.